Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of 100 Yards Football Sports Talk Radio. I'm your host and producer, Logan Landers. And joining me to talk about the key players on offense and defense for the 2024 Rose Bowl matchup between the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines is, as always, Mr. Football, Vincent Turner. How are you doing this afternoon, Vincent? Hey, how you doing, Mr. Landers? It's football time in the state of Georgia. College football playoffs, baby. Yes, it is, and we are getting closer and closer hour by hour to some tremendous college football action. But before we get into our key players who we think are going to play a big matchup in this game, give us a follow, like, comment, and share on all of our social platforms, primarily on Facebook and on YouTube, main hubs there for all of our content each and every week. And also check us out on our podcast platform at the Believe Podcast Network, we on all of your major podcast room platforms. If you enjoy Apple Music or Spotify, you can find us there. Or also, if you'd like to go to iHeartRadio or anywhere else, we are available once again each and every single week, thanks to the Believe Podcast Network. All right, well, Vincent, let's get into it. I'll be handling the offensive side. We'll kick things off with the Alabama Crimson side. I'll give my three key players, give it over to you for the defensive side, and then we will wrap it up. So let's go ahead and start things off. I will be going with Alabama, obviously, when you look at this team. Key player has got to be Jalen Milrow. I mean, just what he has been able to do on the season, uh, finished top 10 in the Heisman voting, 2,718 yards so far in the year, 23 touchdowns, six INTs. But when you look at it, when you dive deep into what he's done, in big games this year, right? Let's look at some of the ranked matchups he's played. Obviously, against Georgia, had a solid night. Two touchdowns for 192. Let's go back a little bit further. LSU, 219 in terms of yardage, 220 against Tennessee. Against Ole Miss, he had 225. And against Texas in the loss, he had 255. He's got a lot of touchdowns. He's very good about minimizing his turnovers. Hasn't thrown an interception since mid-November. So he's been on a three-game streak of keeping the ball clean. Now, I think that if you want him to succeed, give him time to rush. Give him time to just sit back in the pocket, which is easier said than done because he has been sacked 38 times this season, uh, including four, obviously, against Georgia in the SEC championship game. So something to watch out there for. Another key player for me is going to be Jace McClellan. Now, interesting about Jace McClellan, he is listed as questionable. He's nursing that foot injury, we know, and still unknown at the moment. I believe if he will dress versus Michigan. Now I'm thinking he's going to do everything in his power to get on that field. And, but I, I think it's interesting to note though, that with that lingering injury, he might not be at hundred percent. So we might not see the best performance for him, but let's look at the season for McClellan, 166 rushes, 803 yards, six touchdowns for him. Now let's look at some of the games he's not, he's played. It's been a while since he's been in a matchup Vincent. He hasn't played, uh, since Auburn back on November 25th. So we'll see if he can come back in full force. He is hoping if if this is the game for it, he's only reached over 100 yards twice on the season, uh, that coming against Ole Miss and Tennessee. So we'll see how he's going to look because you got to think he's going to do everything with his power to get back for the biggest game of his career. And my final top three, my final third guy here for the offense to watch out for a key player it's got to be out there in the receiving core out of Calabasas, California. That is Mr. Jermaine Burton, former Georgia Bulldog Jermaine Burton. 
Seniors had a really good year, 35 grabs for him, 777 yards, eight TDs. But my thing I look at when I see this guy is average yard per catch is 22.2. That is a big play threat right there. Now, up until that Georgia's game, Burton had been on a really good streak of over 100-yard games. He had it against uh, UT, uh, Chattanooga and also against Auburn. Uh, but we all know the big game he had this year, the breakout performance that opened a lot of people's eyes, Vincent. That was the nine catches for 197 yards and two touchdowns he had against Texas A&M in their close win in that one. So my three keys players, obviously, is going to be Jalen Milrow, Jace McClellan, seeing how he could do from his injury if he returns, and, of course, Jermaine Burton out there at the receiving court. Let's go over to the defense, though, Vincent. Who are your three players you're looking for to have a big game against the Michigan Wolverines? Well, when you look at Michigan, I'm going to say this. Michigan comes into the game. They're a team that likes to run the football. They average almost 4.3 yards to carry. They got Blake Curran. Uh, We know about him. 1,040 yards on the season, 24 touchdowns. So Michigan is not going to really change anything. They're going to come out and they're going to try to pound the ball at Alabama. What I want to see, my three key defensive players for Alabama, I'm going to start with Dallas Turner. He's been phenomenal, even better than I thought he was because, remember, he played with Will Anderson Jr., who's doing this thing right now with the Houston Texans. And you're looking at Mr. Turner, who's got 50 tackles on the year, nine sacks, 13.5 tackles for a loss. He's reminding you all the great Alabama players that have been able to rush to pass in the day, John Copeland, Erie Curry, Derek Thomas, Cornelius Bennett, Wayne Hamilton, but can Mr. Turner hold up at the line of scrimmage against that big physical Michigan offensive line? That's what I want to see. Because I don't think Michigan, from an offensive standpoint, is not going to get away from their game plan that's going to be pounding the football. Even though they got an NFL draft prospect highly at the quarterback position, J.J. McCartney, that can make plays in the passing game. But Michigan is going to come out and try to control the game, keep Jalen Merrill off the field. The second guy that I think has got to play real big for Alabama defensively is Jaheim Oates, defensive tackle. As I just mentioned, Michigan is real strong in the line of scrimmage. Michigan is not going to get away from what they're doing, Logan. They're going to come out and they're going to try to control the game with Black Corn one more time, running the football. I heard somebody say something yesterday that really blew my mind. I'm not going to put your name out there, but Logan, you know I'll be holding back and calling people out. There were some people over there in Tuscaloosa. And a gentleman who's on one of these sports shows kept saying, well, Michigan don't run the football as they did well last year. They six in their conference run the football. And I'm saying, what does that have to mean? What does that have to do with this? They average 4.3 yards a pop when they run the football. You got three downs to make a first down. Ain't no right, Mr. Landers? That's it. Three downs and 4.3, that's 12 yards. First down, keeping the clock going. And the third guy, when you're playing against a running team, you got to have a box safety. Caleb Downs has had an outstanding year, true freshman out of Mill Creek here in the Metro Atlanta area. He's played very, very well. First-team freshman All-American. It's going to be interesting to see it. Alabama going to bring him down in the box and really try to take away that Michigan run. In the days when you look at Alabama and all the great safeties has made their defense real well, Jim Bob Harris, who's a freshman out of Athens, Georgia, who's played with Alabama in the late 70s. Tommy Wilcox that followed him and Mark Barron was an outstanding player as a safety. 
those are the three key defensive players for me personally, Alabama. All right, sir. Well said. Let's flip over to Michigan and talk about what the number number one team in the country, who they have helping them out on offense. Uh, well, you mentioned them. It's got to go with J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback, who has really kind of shot up some draft boards uh, looking around and how well he has played this season. Um, overall, he's got over uh, 2,600 yards, 19 touchdowns, only four INTs, keeps the ball clean for the most part. And he's only been sacked 18 times. Uh, comparison to Alabama and how they've allowed over 30 plus sacks this season. And then four, as we know, four of those sacks came against Iowa. Uh, we know Iowa had that insane defense this year, which was tremendous. It was their offense. That was their uh, downfall. But I, I think that McCarthy's had a really good, you know, past few games overall in terms of keeping it clean, uh, not throwing any interceptions, and really just kind of being that uh, game management, that clock management that he can really do. 147 yards against Iowa, 148 against OSU at the Ohio State University, putting in some work out there. But we know he, he's he got the capability, Vincent, to throw for 200-plus yards. Uh, we just have not seen it in quite some time. So we'll see what he can do, what J.J. McCarthy can do uh, in a tremendous game against a really talented Alabama defense. And we all know the, the guy who's been the show at Michigan for a little bit of time now, Blake Corum, a guy who just lit the world on fire last year and has continued to do so this year. Uh, I mean, this is a guy who, when you look at him, he's got 24 touchdowns on the season. It don't matter how many yards per carry he get, what, what their numbers were, people saying they were bashing him. He's got 24 touchdowns. That's a lot of points that he is responsible for, and he is the definition of a workhorse, Vincent. He might not get you 100-plus every game, but he's going to grind. He's going to get into the end zone one way or another. Heck, he's got a touchdown in every single game this season so far. We'll see if that streak can continue. And he is just the definition, I think, of just a brute guy who's going to run it down your throat and just not going to take any prisoners. Uh, you know, I, I think Blake Corum's a tremendous running back. I expect big things from him against Alabama. And for me, the third player who I think could have kind of a comeback game, a uh, guy who who has had some good games this season, but has had one breakout year, or excuse me, one breakout game, and I think he could in this one, and that's Roman Wilson. I say that about Wilson. He's got 41 grabs on the year for 662 yards, but he's got 11 touchdowns, and the reason I think he could be someone to watch out for, he hasn't been featured a whole lot here in the past few weeks. So let's look back. I would say more, let's go back to his last three games against Iowa, Ohio State University, and against Maryland. He's got five catches combined through all of those. Only one touchdown uh, in you know under 100 yards. But the reason I think he could have a really big performance and a key matchup in this one is, yeah, you see in the recent games, hasn't done a whole lot. But let's go back to that big game he had against Purdue. Nine grabs, 143 yards, 15.9 average per catch. He averages 16.1 catch, uh, per catch this year. So I think that Roman Wilson, a guy who hasn't done a whole lot in recent weeks, is definitely someone you should watch out for. Because that, to me, that's how, what I think of when I think of big national championship games, big Rose Bowl games like this one. And sometimes it's a guy who hasn't done a whole lot here recently, who is super talented and could help you out. That's why I've got Roman Wilson filling up my three spot there for top key players to watch out for. Now, Vince, let's go over the defense. Who do you have on your end that's going to help out this Wolverines team? 
Well, basically, Mr. Landers, that was very eloquent what you said about the uh, Alabama offense and the Michigan offense. I'll go back to Alabama real quick. The most talented player that's going to be on the field is who? His initials are J.M., Jalen Mero. That's it. The thing about when you play a talented player like that, it's almost like you're facing Lamar Jackson, you're facing Michael Vick, you're facing Justin Fields, Deshaun Watson. So when you play against them, a lot of people say, well, your corners have got to be able to play well in the secondary. you got to have a spy on them. That means you take a linebacker that's athletic. But to me, for Michigan to really keep this game and keep Jalen Merrill under control, it's going to be the defensive line. They got three talented NFL players. So it's going to be money to be made for Michigan, their defensive line players, on coming up Monday. Chris Jenkins, who father played in the league, outstanding D tackle, 33 tackles on the year, 1.5 sacks, one interception. He's got to be able to close the middle lanes and make sure that when Jalen Merrill is going back to pass, he don't allow him to really get crazy and get up through them lanes. And the two most key players defensively for Michigan is going to be their defensive ends. Jalen Harrell, outstanding pass rusher, 28 tackles on the year, 6.5 sacks. Two forced fumbles. He's got to make sure that he don't let Jalen Merrow get outside of him. And the other young man, Mr. Joasa Stewart, transfer from Coastal Carolina, 4.5 sacks, 6.5 tackles on a year. Those three gentlemen right there, the defensive line of Michigan, has got to be able to have control rushes where they be able to keep Jalen Merrow in the pocket. Because it's going to come a time in the football game that Jalen Merrow, if Alabama passing game is not working, Mr. Landers, what is Merrow going to do? Oh, you know what he's going to do, Vincent? If, if that passing game ain't working, he's about to move them legs. Thank you, sir. Those are the three key, key players for Michigan for me defensively. All right. Well, sir, we appreciate that as always. And once again, if you guys enjoyed this video, give us a like, follow, share, subscribe on our social media platforms, and check out our podcast as well. As always, Mr. Football, Vince Turner, it's a pleasure talking sports with you each and every single week. I've been your host, producer, Logan Landers. Enjoy the rest of your nights, everyone. Enjoy the Rose Bowl. We'll talk to you all again on another. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.